Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Dice Made Me Do It. I'm Tony, and I play Orlando and Caesar. If you like our stuff, make sure you follow us on social media. Now, back to the show. Hey! hey! What's up, everyone? Look at us go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Episode oh. two. Episode two, episode returning. two. Yes. Electric um, Boogaloo. We made, yes. <laughs> we made it, baby. By the time you see this. <laughs> yeah, we've made it. We're there. Um, so, hey, guys, welcome back to episode two of The Dice Made Me Do It. We're so excited. If you're coming back, that's awesome. If you're just showing up for the first time, go back and watch the other episodes. Nah. What are you doing here? You <laughs> silly goose. You. Silly goose. We love Or you, if though. you like being confused, stay with us. Yeah. <laughs> It's always an option. I'm going to be confused, confused regardless. Yeah. Um, if you want to podcast on hard mode. <laughs> <laughs> if you want no idea what's happening, keep listening. Yeah. So, in fact, just um, skip ahead in this episode itself. Don't even yeah. finish the intro. <laughs> no. Just go. So we're just coming back around. We're not going to do this every time, but we just wanted to get everyone familiar with all our characters that you're going to meet going forwards in this episode. Yeah, so, we got some the- new characters for you. Why don't we uh, go around the table and introduce ourselves? All right, I'm Ryan, and I'm going to be playing Mercy in this episode. She is a very interesting mage, very fun. She has purple and black hair. She wears uh, purple and black robes, slightly different shades, though. You know, it doesn't get too boring. It's just well color-coordinated. And uh, she carries a large... Uh, staff made of blue and green glowing rock and I can't wait for you to meet her hey everyone I'm Michael I am in this session playing Orcaliel Devarn Wolfram to his quarry he is a tall drow gunslinger he wears a long dark duster and a sort of potpourri of different styles from the different eras he's lived through. So along with his duster, he has a beat up dented sort of chest plate that he wears under his gray vest, his blue gray vest. He has a similarly beat up tricorn hat that he wears wherever he goes, piercing electric blue eyes and white hair. And he carries holstered at his hip a bulky-ish but very high-tech-for-its-time revolver made by his family's armory. If you catch him with his sleeves rolled up, you might see in that his left arm is not any arm of flesh and blood, but rather a dark metal piece of artifice. I see. Tungsten. I see your left arm, and I raise you a whole body. What's up, everyone? It's your boy, Tony Guns here, coming at you. Today, I'm playing Caesar, a mysterious, entirely metal man. Nobody quite knows why Caesar is metal. Even Caesar himself doesn't really know. But he wears tattered, torn clothing, a cape that billows behind him and that is ripped. And he has piercing purple eyes with a entirely silver body. He looks kind of like a Terminator exoskeleton, but there's no Terminators in this universe. So yes. there you go. Stay Not tuned. Yet, right. <laughs> Stay tuned for some metal adventures. Awesome. Um, and without further ado, why don't we just jump right in to the game? 
All right, Mercy. You wake with a start, realizing that you had somewhere nodded off um, during your all-night study session for your uh, anatomy test the next morning. Yes, with uh, Dr. Hornsworth. Shit. Yeah, you look down at the uh, scrolls that you've rolled out on this uh, old wooden desk. You figure that this desk probably has been here at least a hundred years. You can see graffiti things carved into it. On the scrolls, uh, there are drawings of elven anatomy. Overall, the description of an elf is pretty much the same as uh, humans. I want to take... I want to take a look at there's like five flashcards that were the ones I had the hardest part with. I'm, I'm going to cycle through those. Go, go for it. Go for it real quick for just like one last. Uh, yeah, one last look. Yeah, before before you head off to bed, um, go for it. Make a intelligence plus no. Nine. Nine. All right. Yeah, you rattle them off pretty quickly, only stumbling on the last one. Um, one of the more complex inner workings of the elven ear. Um, I knew it was going to be ears. Yeah. Hardest part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the one that always trips you up. Yeah. Um, you take the cards, uh, shuffle them away. Um, and grab your things. Begin to get ready to go. When out of the corner of the eye of your eye, you see uh, something like um, a wisp of clothing uh, disappear behind one of the long uh, stacks that populate the library. What do you want to do? I want to quietly go the long way around to see if I can peek through. Make a notice check. See what's yeah. going. Yeah. Four. Four. Um, yeah, you follow at a distance. Every so often, catching a glimpse of the cloak turning, twisting, um, ducking down strange turns as if they're trying to lose anyone that might be following them eventually you stop seeing this mysterious figure what do you mean like they just there's yeah as in you lose them entirely they're gone disappeared into the night that's so weird yeah i have to go to sleep though yeah um it's a big test it is a big test yeah 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 as you, excuse me, as you head back, coming to the central atrium of the library, you're passing by one of the stairwells when you hear kind of a, a voice coming from one of the stacks currently. You hear, come on, get your boot out of my face. That, ow, that hurts. Hmm, interesting. I have a th- hypothesis. <laughs> I am... Hmm. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go check that out. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. Um, turning the corner, you can see uh, a group of looks to be uh, five people: three boys, two girls. 
one of the boys is um, being hoisted by another boy. Two boys. I totally thought you were about to reveal several dwarves in a trench coat. <laughs> but never mind. All right. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I totally, I was like, ooh. Um, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over to them and be like, guys, what are you doing? Um, you can hear uh, the top one. The one who is being hoisted currently um, kind of goes, what? Ooh, oh! And, uh, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, falls backwards off of his friend kicking his friend in the face in the process and they both tumble down um in a tangled ball of flesh and limbs um <laughs> yeah Sounds some so of the dire <laughs> yeah <Sounds> so brutal <laughs> Put that way. yeah um you can uh see uh the one who it was uh, kind of climbing the stacks. He's rubbing his back, and you can see that there's a little bit of blood leaking um, from the back of his head. Oh, uh, where it looks all like. right. I'm gonna take out my med kit then. Oh, nice. Keep it on me at all times. Okay, make a uh, medicine check. Medicine plus uh, wisdom. Ooh, ten. Ooh, nice. Okay, yeah. Um, it's a minor cut on the back of his head. It just is bleeding heavily, being a head wound and all. Um, you patch it up really quickly and, uh, help him to his feet. Uh, Leo, sorry for yelling at you. And then, sorry, uh, Theodore, he says, turning to, uh, his bigger friend who was lifting him earlier who um, is uh, looking like he's no- uh, nursing a bit of a nosebleed from where Leo kicked him in the face. I take <laughs> out my mad kid. I already put it away. I'm taking it out again. Nice, nice. There's like, there's like some tough like uh, bindings that I have to undo that are a pain <laughs> in the ass <laughs> that I have to undo again. <laughs> Nice. He goes, oh, sorry about that. Um, It's okay. But yeah, you don't even need to roll for that. It's just a nice bleed. You um, fix that up pretty nicely. You hear one of the girls in the back go, I told you that wouldn't work. Leo goes, yeah, yeah, but it was worth a shot. Evidently not, says the girl. He goes, not, not you two. Come on, look. Guys, what are you doing? Okay, so we heard this rumor uh, that there were kind of like five big mysteries about the library. It's one of the oldest buildings, so there's bound to be like some haunted shit here, right? Leo says. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah, see? See? It's not that crazy. He says, turning back to Theodore, who goes, (laughs) look. This guy believes that the library books are organized by ghosts. I don't Hmm. know how credible this is. He goes, well, okay, yeah, sure. But that's rumor one. There are also four more. And we're going to check right now to see if the third one is true. That uh, the uh, glass, the stained glass figures in the astrarium they they say they move they say they dance when the moon hits them right so we're gonna Hmm. go check you want to come with 
I do really bad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I studied I studied enough. Yeah. We'll be fine. I'll come. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll come. Oh, do you have a benchmark tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, which Anatomy. one? Anatomy. Oh, who do you have? Professor Hornsworth? Horny. Okay. Nope. <laughs> nope. Yes. Hornsy. Hornsy. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's a name for him that yeah. Yeah. That you call him, I guess. Totally. No, never said that out loud before. Never written it down. Okay. He's Hornsworth. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Do you want to talk about something? Is anything? Uh, <laughs> no, no. Let's just see the. Let's just check out the glass people dancing, please. Okay. Um, well, first we have to, um, you know, climb this. So, I, I mean, do you wanna? Do you wanna see if you could climb it or? Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Sorry, we we don't have the key to the upper levels, so. Yeah. So we're doing this. I see. I see. Okay. Let's do it. Awesome. Um, make a athletics plus exert. Well, no, a strength plus exert check. There we go. Eight. Eight. Oh, not bad. Yeah. Um, it takes you a minute, but you're able to uh, scoot yourself up there. Um, yeah, it takes like five minutes for you to climb up there. And at the end, you're kind of breathing hard, but you eventually do uh, get your body one leg over the railing then uh, the other one um before the uh you turn back and they're uh, kind of like giving you a little cheer they're going yeah now let us in let us in i flash them a little fun hand sign a little <laughs> hang ten <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um they go what they kind of mimic it briefly it's, it's something from where i'm from oh 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 hang 10 all right yeah you see yeah. leo getting really into We're gonna it start it yeah 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 he's like oh man this might be my new thing now yeah, yeah. oh yeah. no <laughs> <laughs> starts wearing oh. cut off robes and yeah. denim pants <laughs> um mercy you head around to the uh door and unbolt it um opening it so that the uh young initiate librarians might enter um <clears throat> uh leo and uh theodore kind of uh get into a bit of a race to try and see who can make it up the stairs the fastest uh leo uh getting pushed out of the way by theodore before uh running up and trying to jump on his back um <laughs> you uh hang back with uh the two other girls and the other guy um they get to talking a little bit just oh where are you from what what year are you i'm a junior librarian i'm from uh, a small village a, a far ways away oh interesting okay uh did you what was your initiation process process like uh how'd that go how do you do on the tests i 
probably didn't actually ace it, but I'm just gonna tell them I aced it. Ah, oh, did great. <laughs> did great. You, well, you, you, you were uh, allowed to come here uh, based on recommendation from the king um, of Zadia. So, so I didn't have to. You didn't actually have to take, I didn't the, test take the test at all. No, you hmm. didn't have to. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell them I aced it. I'm keeping it all close to the chest. Okay, totally, totally. Oh, awesome, awesome. Yeah. Um, uh kendra over here she she found it a little bit tough look kendra says presumably um look i failed i flunked history all right they were teaching something way different out in the sticks than they were over in here in the fucking big city standardized education would be cool is all i'm saying all i'm saying <laughs> yeah that sounds like a pretty good idea that sounds pretty cool like a yeah. good thing to have in a fantasy world right <laughs> only in a fantasy <laughs> world nowhere no. else right you don't need that here in america <laughs> wink <laughs> tell me about tell me about more of these mysteries i've heard a couple Oh, yeah. Okay, totally. Um, well, I guess you've already heard, but uh, man, they say that ghosts organize the library. So if you put a book back wrong, uh, ghosts will mysteriously take it and put it in its right location, proper location. But no one sees it, it, No one sees these ghosts. No one sees books flying around. Uh, I think it's kind of bogus, but Leo swears by it. Um, other than that, there is uh, there's the talking statue out in the front of the uh, school, and then obviously there's the um, magic vault beneath the library. The fifth one is that there is a um, underground tunnel that leads directly to the gardens. Yeah, they say that there was, that one of the kings had it made so he could uh, see one of the head librarians back in the day. It was a scandalous rumor. Um, and finally, your group reaches the top of the estrarium. Uh, there is uh, stained glass. It doesn't seem to be um, moving in any way, shape, or form. But it does paint a pretty picture. You can see the, uh, uh, the rounded roof has little motes of light painted. Uh, excuse me drilled into the ceiling allowing for uh the light of the stars to shine through um there's a whole cosmos painted on the ceiling um various calculations in the center of the entire room lies a large um telescope it looks like um Though the uh, skylight that it would be, you know, used to look out of um, has been boarded and sealed. I want to tilt my head around to see if this dancing thing, if it's like a trick of, if it's, is it an illusion? Do I see a little bit or do I see nothing? 
No, make a uh, notice check. Nine. Nine. You can, uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, you kind of begin walking, circling the room, and as you do, uh, the light kind of looks like it's bends and stretches, and uh, it almost looks like a kaleidoscope. Um, it, yeah, it's 100% just based on, you know, your uh, where you're standing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you can you can see uh, the rest of the group there going like, "See, I told you, Leo, nothing's happening." He goes, "Yeah, but like, look, see there, it moved, it moved right there." He says, pointing at some place on the floor. They all look. I don't see anything, Leo. <sighs> Come on, guys. Look, I I swear to God, the statue in the front plaza, its eyes were definitely following me the last time. It moves, I swear. Yeah. Uh, one of the girls goes, well, that's what eyes do. They always look like they're following you. Paintings do that. Statue. You aren't describing anything, she says. Theodore and one of the other girls, they look to be kind of coupled up, up in the, um, up in the bleachers and the stands. Um... And the rows of seats that line the sides of the astrarium. Uh, the other boy and girl have also left, kind of have found their own corner of the astrarium, leaving you and Leo down in the center. So. It's getting late. Yeah, nice night. Yeah. yeah 100%. Yeah. I'm. Uh... Sit down or. No, I'm. Uh, <laughs> gotta go. Um, <laughs> yeah, I uh, b- no, benchmark that's... tomorrow. Yeah, right. No, that's yeah. good luck on your so... benchmark. Tomorrow. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, should I walk you down or? No, I, I think I got it. <laughs> oh, Leo. <laughs> oh, Leo. Oh, sweet, okay. sweet Leo. Yeah, totally. I'll um, I'll just stay here then. All right. Well, it it was nice running into you. Hopefully, yeah. you know. Hopefully, we'll see each other again or something or whatever. You know, uh, if you're ever looking to you know break into the Australian again, I'm your guy. <laughs> I, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night. Yeah, yeah, he says before um, turning around and just uh, making his way over to one of the benches and just sitting down. <laughs> as feel, bro. <laughs> the player feels, bro. Really. The player feels. You head back to your dorm for the night. Describe to me your dorm room. It's small. It's about a um, messy as shit. Books all over, snack food on the desk. There's like little little food dust on some of the papers. Oh god! Yeah, flashcards stacked uh, multiple feet high. (laughs) And And uh, but but Iago has a little area. She's got a little 
it's it is a cage but i always leave the door open so it's not really a cage it's just a place <laughs> and and that i keep that well organized yeah you can see iago um kind of perk up as you walk in i do you even know how late it is i haven't been watching the clock oh well it's well after one I can tell you that. I don't know. Are you how. trying to say it's no past here either? And I'm also a bird, so you'd think I'd have worse, t- you know, sense of time than you. But I know it's after one. I know it is. Oh, I, I'm sure you have spectacular sense of time, Iago. I'm sure. It's the feeling. It's the feeling I get. Mm-hmm. I'm having it now of being woken up past mm-hmm. one. Yeah. I. How can I possibly make it up to you? I don't know. Um, hmm. I want... I want a snack. (laughs) Is it too late for a snack? No, I guess not. Okay. And that'll make up for it? Yes, 100%. All right. I'll go find you something. I leave. I look through the trash. (laughs) (laughs) Make a notice check. Seven. Oh, you find um, a old banana peel. Um, Mm. Not even a banana, a banana peel. Um, No, I can't. I... It is the trash. I am going to get her trash, but... It can't, it can't, it can't be that bad. I, I'm going to try to find another trash can. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You, you, you hunt around for a while until you find your gourmet trash. Oh. <laughs> 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 like, uh, is there, is there a, a place the faculty hangs out during the day? Uh, yeah, that would be back in the school building, not really in the dorms. Hmm. Or not the school, the library, excuse fair, me. Fair, fair. Damn, I was hoping that I could get that good teacher's lounge trash. No, that no. That good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately not. Damn it. <laughs> you find uh, a half-eaten uh, thing of chicken. Perfect. Okay, yeah. You take it back to Iago. I, hang on, hang on, hang on, though. Presentation... Okay. I'm taking it off the bone uh-huh. so it doesn't look like it's a half-eaten, like, chicken <laughs> leg. Okay, Just yeah, chicken yeah, yeah. that I cut up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if that <laughs> works. a lot of work into fooling this bird. Yeah. I love her, but not enough to get a real snack, but still enough to make it a fake snack. you head back to poor poor iago who hops uh when you enter and what did you find what did you find i just put the chicken in the little cage she hops down did you get this from the trash no Make a talk check. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
that's probably a minus one. Yeah, that's a six. What's your charisma? My charisma. Oh, it bounces out. That's a seven. This is. Oh, <laughs> you okay. here, She goes. It tastes a bit sour. As chicken t- sometimes does. Never in a good way, though. Never in a good way. It. Fine, fine, fine. It's a past one. I'm not going to push the issue, but I'm not eating that. You're going to have to clean that out of my cage. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I do it. I'm not going to leave it in the cage, I guess. And then I go to bed. Hey, it's Tony. Hope you're enjoying today's episode. Just wanted to say, be sure to follow us on social media to keep up with us after the show, and subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive content. Now back to the good stuff. The sky stretches out before you, ruddy purple, swirling and and dangerous. A bright light cuts through the skyline like a knife, through time and space itself. You're one doorway out of these broken, shattered realms. The earth itself arcs up, twisting like a corkscrew above your head, while uh, multiple islands hang in the sky. Some look like they are in the process of falling sideways, turned over, uh, broken uh, leaves, uh, branches, Planks of wood, water pour out, but remain almost in a stasis, stuck in air. Um, You find yourselves in a hot, sweaty jungle, making your way through Wolfram, a dark elf, Caesar, a... an Alphonse-ass character. (laughs) That's a... That's a full metal metal alchemist. Yeah. Cultured folk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said the Fonz. I thought we were going way back. Not, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but he doesn't have a little jacket. Cool. And um, Kreisa, uh, your uh, Zadian mage, uh, you all make your way through this jungle. Um, who has the scrying stone? Or Kaliel should probably hold a scrying stone. Sounds Ooh. good. Sounds good. Um, the uh, smiling demon um, that had given you this stone and does expect some sort of result from you um, had also given you a small totem to carry. Kreisa, um at this point in time, goes, I, can we stop? I feel like we've been walking all day. I don't even know what day is anymore. How long have we been walking? How long have we been here? Who knows? Who cares? We got to go. You looking through the scrying stone, you can see uh, zigzagging across the, the landscape itself. Jagged lines. They look bright blue. Kind of like fissures in the ground almost, essentially. Um, spewing out bright blue light. As you make your way through, Caesar looks to almost step on one at one point. You barely are able to just smack him out of the way. Yeah. This would be a lot easier if we didn't have to double check everywhere we stepped. 
um Krisa says growing frustrated um wiping sweat off her brow well from you must be getting tired too i mean i understand that this metal lug can't but come on tell me you're not tired how i mean i'm a person of average constitution like how tired are we feeling right now you're feeling you're not feeling great uh i'm going to take my hat off for a moment and feel individual strands of hair from my forehead stuff them back in my ponytail let's give it another hour then we can settle down for whatever passes as night here uh Krisa looks visibly disappointed but like also kind of understanding and just gives you a silent nod before beginning to trudge on behind you you can hear a sound it sounds like the clattering of bones kind of a moan that ekes out of a parched and hoarse throat Yeah, what do you want to do? Uh, gonna turn around and I mean, see see what's what's going on there. Cool. Through uh, floating through the sky, you can see uh, it looks like a a whale, uh, kind of like a plesiosaur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, flying through the sky. Um, it has multiple um, arms uh, reaching down its neck. Um, and two great, like, claw crab-looking claws on its uh, face looks like a large beard that kind of reminds you of um, the teeth of a whale. Let's make our presence scarce, I'm going to say, and I'm going to try and find a bush or, a, or a, some foliage to tuck myself under. Everybody make a stealth check. What is your sneak? That was a four. Kalio rolls flat for snakes, but that's a ten. Uh, you and Krisa, um are able to hide. She uh, dives into a bush, and you find a uh, um, a canopy of roots that you are able to hide under. But Caesar, not so lucky. Mm. You try to hide behind a tree, but your large, bulky frame um, prevents you from doing so with any great effect and the creature does spot you turning its large head in your direction before letting out another moan it's gonna come at you it's going to come at you make a initiative check ah shit 24 24 awesome it's gonna go first uh make a um what constitution strength uh physical saving throw Physical saving throw, okay. Crit. Uh, awesome. You uh, watch as it uh, kind of begins to breathe in. Um, the, uh, the scenery around you, you watch as it turns to dust. You seeing this, seeing the tree just like start to disintegrate before your eyes, you kind of back up, gaining some distance before it completely disappears. Um, it's not your turn. What do you want to do? Disengage. <laughs> my action to hide. And, and as fast as the metal man can, like the tin man walking down the yellow brick road, I'm going to sprint away from this divinely terrifying creature. Make a notice check for me. Six. You begin to run and immediately... Oh, no. Disappear. That from... did. Fall. 
You yeah, you went into one of the uh cracks. Space fishers, yeah. Um yeah, you you guys watching this, you see him go. He's just gone. You see him pop out of existence. Creasa yeah. goes, Oh fuck. I before she can even I'm just going to metal arm to my <laughs> middle finger to my lips. Do we go after him? I'm going to look through the, the scrying glass, the scrying crystal. Make a notice check. Okay. Okay, that is a unnatural twelve. Nice. You can see the exact one that he fell through. It lies about uh, 24 feet away from you. Okay. I go and I point to that uh, uh, to that exact spot. Uh, I am going to... The thing is still hovering over us, right? Correct. Okay. I'm going to clap my hands quietly um, and summon uh, fairy fire, three dancing lights off away in a different direction, vary in the thing's view to catch its attention before I bolt in the direction of the crevice. Make an exert plus um, uh, constitution check. First dex, actually, plus dex. That is nine. Uh, You and Kreisa begin to sprint over. Um, As you watch, you can see uh, the creature begin to take another breath, again, absorbing everything uh, in its wake aimed at your fairy fire quickly is just snuffed out of existence. Mm-hmm. And that's the last thing you see as you step onto the, um, uh, into the crack. And um, it, it, it feels like a, a, a great sense of vertigo. Mm-hmm. Um, like you've, like you've been just spun for like 30 minutes. Um, as you come out, you fall to the ground. You can see Kreisa who just hits the ground and pukes <laughs> all around you. Snow blankets, the um, landscape. You can see um, Caesar has kind of landed in a, uh, a, 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 a snow bank, kind of like sitting almost half submerged in it. <laughs> it's cold, she uh, Krisa says. Oh, because she's not wearing. Okay, I'm gonna. I'll. I'll give her my trench coat. Oh, thank I you. Just wordlessly hold it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, she slips into it. Thanks. Don't mention it. Where the fuck are we? She says, um, looking up into the sky to try and uh, find where you've landed. Each individual region of this place is familiar to me, but it is much more than the sum of its parts. And I'm going to look through the scrying glass again. Okay, make a notice check. Okay, that's unnatural 12. Nice. Um, As you do so, um, you can see uh, the lattice work of interconnected space. But what catches your eye is in the distance, uh, there is a, looks to be a small town covered in snow right now with a, uh, a light on, actually. There's a town there. Do we want to risk an approach? there by this point it's seen that they fell down and he gets all the snow off of them and starts walking over uh Krisa gives you a brief nod and goes i would like to please get warm um if that is at all a possibility Krisa, what magic do you have at your disposal 
What discipline of, of, of mage are you? She is a elementalist. Can't your disciplines keep you warm? They can, but I just don't want to use my spells willy-nilly. Especially when we have the option for heat elsewhere. Where elsewhere? Well, from town to town. And I'm going to point in the direction of the town. One light on? There is a light on, yes. Whoever that person is, they're expecting us. How do you know? Who else leaves the light on? Someone who wants to stay warm. Whoever they are, they're a survivalist for being alone here, and they'd be a hardened target. If we did have to engage with them, I would say we approach with caution. I don't particularly trust loners in the frigid wastes. I don't trust anything right now. I say we go. We don't have any better leads right now. Let's go knock on their door and see who who answers. All right. Right now you're resting by a a makeshift grave, a small cairn of rocks. You have kind of like uh, found a resting place for your wife, even though you don't have the body. The ceremony you had putting it all together, it it felt right. Phaedra, do you remember that promise that I made on the day of our wedding when I said I was going to keep our daughter safe? I'm holding to it. I'm going to get our daughter back, no matter what it takes. And whatever gods may be out there, even they would quiver in fear if they knew what I was willing to do to get her back. I love you. You hear, hear Nima approach behind you. Nobla, I found this. She kind of takes a second before uh, holding the letter out, kind of unsure of herself. There's there's a certain um, reluctance to like approach you right now. She hands you the letter. It, it's scrawled out in um, a loose smattering of common um, and elvish. I can't make out all of it, but from what I can see, uh, it's clear that whoever these men are, they're working for the miser. The uh, writing, I've, 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 I've seen similar writing in the Green Sea. The Green Sea? I think that's where these people came from. Tell me more. I don't know. I don't have much more to go on. Let's see. It says right here something about a shipment. There are only so many ports and port towns that engage in trade uh, when it comes to the Green Sea, so we might as well start looking there. Um, I've, I've, ma- I've, I've drawn a couple up on the map that we could potentially find him um, or her. Well, let's, let's, let's check out that map. I think the largest possibilities for us right now are either Tikama or Kogarth. Either one, they're, they're the biggest port cities. It's going to take a lot to get to them, though. Kogarth we can get to if we go by sea. That'll probably be the easiest way. Um, we could try to go by land. That'll take longer, but it's the least expensive option. We can either go by sea, um, by land, again, longer, least expensive. 
Um, we could go by air, which would be the faster and probably safer way, but that might cost us an arm and a leg. I can't afford an arm and a leg right now. All right, then by sea or by, uh, by land? By sea. I'll find us a captain. You stay here. Those antics that we got up to, they're probably looking for, well, probably both of us, to be quite honest with you. You're probably right. I took way too many shots back there than I really should have. Then you rest up. I'll go find us passage. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. If you want to get involved in our community, make sure you check out the links in the description. And be sure to check out our Patreon, too. Special thanks to our editor, Alex, for helping us bring you new episodes every week. Till next time.